This is Digital Marketing Happy Hour Last Call. Grab a beverage and listen while we peruse the news and catch you up on the digital marketing news you may have missed over the past week. Digital Marketing Happy Hour Last Call is brought to you by Araxum News. Visit news.araxum.com. That's news.araxam.com to stay up to date on the latest digital marketing and MarTech news. It's updated daily, so subscribe today and never miss out. Now, on with the news. Australia passes new content law after battles with Facebook, Google. The New York Post is reporting Australia's parliament officially passed a landmark law last week effectively forcing tech titans to pay for news content following intense public opposition from Facebook and Google. The first-of-its-kind measure cleared its last hurdle when the parliament approved a set of amendments made to appease Facebook, which blocked Australian users from viewing or sharing news articles. Aussie lawmakers said the law that's set to go into effect will address the bargaining power imbalance between tech platforms and news publishers, even though its final form gives Facebook and Google more leeway to negotiate. The code will ensure that news media businesses are fairly remunerated for the content they generate, helping to sustain public interest journalism in Australia, was quoted by Australian Treasurer Josh Frindenberg and Communications Minister Paul Fletcher. Officials pushed the law forward even after Facebook imposed a roughly five-day news blackout in Australia, an unprecedented move that sparked widespread outage. Google had similarly threatened to shut off its search engine in Australia if the proposal became law, but the Silicon Valley giant ended up taking the more conciliatory approach of making deals with publishers, including News Corp. Well, Chris, we've seen this clearly in the news. This is not just something that was big in Australia. I think the whole world was watching to see what this outcome would be. So the fact that Australia passed this new content law, I think is big. And it'll be interesting to see now how you know the rest of the world continues to watch and evolve with this. Yeah, it's interesting. This law has been talked about for a while now, and it clearly passed by a wide margin in Australia, which is kind of interesting. And it makes me wonder, you know, Australia, this is the first of its kind in the world, but are other countries going to follow suit? And these tech companies were sort of playing a little bit of hardball with them, right? There was that five-day outage with Facebook and the news, and Google was threatening to remove it from the search engine here. But all of a sudden, Australia follows through with the law and you know, you're starting to see some of these tech companies back off a little bit, which I think is the right approach. And it is right that news journalists are compensated fairly for the work that they're putting in. So interesting to see how this is all going to play out. But Australia basically called tech's bluff on this one and uh, followed through on their promise. So very interesting. Facebook will reverse news block in Australia. CNET is reporting that in the face of an Australian bill that would force Facebook to pay publishers for the news content that surfaces on its platform, the social networking giant last week made a dramatic move, pulling all news from its platform down under. After several days of discussion between Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg and Australia's treasurer Josh Frindenberg, the social media giant last week announced an end to the standoff, bringing news back to its platform. Quote, After further discussions with the Australian government, we have come to an agreement that will allow us to support the publishers we choose to, 
including small and local publishers, said Campbell Brown, head of Facebook's Global News Partnerships Division. We're restoring news on Facebook in Australia in the coming days. Facebook will bring news back to Australia, not out of generosity, but rather because it says it got sufficient concessions from the government. Frindenberg and Australian Communications Minister Paul Fletcher pledged on Monday to make changes to the news media bargaining code, the contentious bill in question, which they assured will strengthen the hand of regional and small publishers. Facebook's blockade meant that, since last week, news had vanished from the platform in Australia. Brand pages for outlets like CNET or the New York Times went completely blank, while users were restricted from posting news content. The feeds of Australia's 11 million users have been completely bereft of news. It was a scattershot approach for Facebook with multiple non-news pages like the Bureau of Meteorology and South Australian Health also having their pages wiped clean. Under the proposed bill, Facebook and Google would be made to negotiate with local publishers over payment for the news content that surfaces on Facebook's feed and Google search results. If no agreement could be reached in 90 days, government-appointed arbitrators would hand down a binding compensation agreement. Publishers would also need to be given advance notice of changes to algorithms that would affect how their content is ordered and prioritized. After balking in February and threatening to pull search out of Australia, Google has since made several big money deals with publishers. That includes Rupert Murdoch's News Corp and local giant Nine Entertainment, two of the biggest companies to lobby for the bill. But just as Google agreed to join the negotiating table, Facebook went the other way, blocking news with no warning. It may not be the last time either. In her Monday statement, Brown noted that Facebook reserves the right to pull news at a future date if the social media giant feels it's being subjected to unfair treatment. Very interesting here, Ryan. We just talked about the, the law going into effect, and now you can see you know, Facebook subjected Australia to this news blackout. It lasted five days, and now they're reversing course. And I got to tell you, it's, it's hard to see Facebook as the good guy in this one here because without content... Facebook has nothing and the content doesn't belong to them. It belongs to the publishers here. So coming up with some sort of fair compensation plan really only seems right. Yeah. I mean, Facebook is that vehicle to distribute content, as you said. And I also found it interesting at the, at the very end, you know, Facebook reserves the right to pull news at a future date. If we've learned anything in 2020 with social media giants like this, and it's not just Facebook, it's Twitter, they have proven that they can pull content at any time and about any person or from any person. So when we see this, there's already a precedent here and they're not afraid to use their power. So this is something to monitor and to watch moving forward, but it's uh, it's definitely kind of, we talked about something that the world is watching to see how this plays out. Snapchat now reaches 70% of 13 to 24 year olds. Search Engine Journal is reporting that Snapchat is now reaching over 70% of 13 to 24-year-olds in the world's most lucrative digital ad markets. The company revealed this information to shareholders on Snapchat's first-ever Investor Day last Tuesday, according to the Wall Street Journal. Snapchat is where marketers need to be if their goal is to reach an audience of Gen Z consumers with targeted advertising. The quote Snapchat generation, as the company refers to it when speaking to shareholders, makes up 40% of global consumers. Roughly 80% of this audience is above the age of 18. Snapchat shared these stats with shareholders. Snapchat users open the app an average of 30 times a day. 
those who have used AR filters to try on products are 2.4 times more likely to convert. The company expects 50% annual growth in revenue every year for the next few years. Snapchat says it will meet its projections for 50% year-over-year revenue growth by building new ad products. Currently, Snapchat's revenue is driven primarily by vertical video ads that play between users' stories. Rather than making those ads more prevalent, Snapchat is exploring ways to insert ads in other high-traffic sections of the app. Snapchat will soon let businesses run ads in the Snap Map and the new Spotlight video platform. The company believes it's strongly positioned to benefit from augmented reality trends over the coming years. More AR-based ad products, such as branded filters that allow users to virtually try on products, are said to be in the works. This is really interesting to see with Snapchat. Clearly, what's not news is that this younger generation is widely used on the platform. What I do find interesting is when you start to target, you know, specifically the Gen Z's consumers with targeted advertising, knowing that this quote unquote Snapchat generation makes up 40% of global consumers. And when you put it into that perspective, to me, that's a game changer. So it's not just the quote unquote teeny boppers that are on it in college age kids. But when you, again, look at global consumers and these are the people who have purchasing power, I think it adds a whole new dimension. And Snapchat definitely is building this platform that's evolving and will continue to have a revenue stream in these new AR products. Yeah, this is actually really big news because that Gen Z 13 to 24 bracket is very highly coveted. And Snapchat has commanded that audience for a long time now, but it's been a protected space in that traditional ads don't work very well for it. And that age group also doesn't want to be disturbed or bothered by brands, right? They they reserve that app for time with their friends. So the fact that Snap is now coming up with alternative ways to reach them. Now, mind you, it's also going to require some creativity on the side of the advertisers because anything that's put out there as a traditional ad is not going to go over well. So you're going to have to start thinking about some content that will be engaging that might attract this audience. But I think the combination of these two things opens up a ton of opportunity. Really glad to see what Snap's doing here. And it's a really exciting company right now. Facebook updates ads manager for SMBs. Search Engine Land is reporting that Facebook launched their Good Ideas Deserve to be Found initiative last week to help small to medium-sized businesses with more personalized ads. With more local businesses moving online due to the pandemic, the goal is to help make social media marketing more accessible. Updates for SMBs include the following. A simplified ads manager so SMBs can understand campaign performance and make optimizations faster. Waived fees for businesses selling with checkout on shops through June 2021 and waived fees for paid online events until at least August 2021. New options to note what type of dining experiences are available at restaurants. A new menu tab for restaurants on pages so businesses can upload their menu directly to their page. And an updated business resource hub on Facebook and professional dashboard on Instagram with more information on how personalized ads work. So Ryan, this is a good update by Facebook here. They're obviously under a lot of pressure right now. We just talked about the news outage in Australia. There's also the big fight happening between them and Apple about the privacy features in the new iOS 14. And they have to look for ways to make it better for businesses 
because if the reach is going to be diminished a little bit here, they've got to provide them some tools. And this was a very good update on their part to give more options to small to medium-sized businesses. As we've talked about before, the SMBs are the backbone of the American economy. And it's just in the USA. You're seeing it globally. It's similar. And it goes back to that local. And when we talk about whether it's search engines, local SEO, it all comes back to that mom and pop shop in your neighborhood or nearby. And Facebook understands this. And so this is just another tool to help with personalization and to reach those locals. At the same time, let's not forget, Facebook is going to battle against Google. And Google does a great job of providing that local SEO and they monetize that as well with their Google ads. So this is in direct competition of that. They're trying to get more SMBs to advertise. And as we talked about with the updated to iOS 14 coming out, there's going to be some issues with personalization and tracking with Facebook. So I think this is also them getting out ahead of that before that release rolls out sometime this spring of 2021. That was a quick recap of some of the top news you may have missed. We'll leave you with this quote from Robert Rose, Chief Strategy Officer, The Content Advisory. Marketing is telling the world you're a rock star. Content marketing is showing the world you are one. If you enjoy listening to Digital Marketing Happy Hour, please hit that subscribe button so you can effortlessly get that next episode downloaded on your phone. And if you really like us, please give us a rating and a review. We appreciate it. This was Last Call. Thank you for listening. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Music